Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Byte with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss. That's you, Mark Strauss. Good morning. Good morning, Bulldog, Coach, and Big Al. How's good. everybody today? Good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. How are things in Strassville? You know, in Strassland, it is really nice to have had two weeks of regularness. You know, good. where nothing's going wrong, no existential crises. Good. That's cool. And um, unfortunately, because of our teams are out of the World Series, but the good news is that gives us a little bit of time internally not to be in a frenzy actually preparing for the World Series tonight. Hey, um, hey, I got a question so, for you, Mark. Hold on. As a guy who works with ANC and you guys make the scoreboards and the electronics for so many teams, do you have a, a team that you root for? Like, do you have a, a childhood baseball team or you just root for an ANC team? You know, it's very interesting. And, <laughs> and since Jerry's in Italy, I can get away with talking about this yeah. unimpaired. But okay. this is the cool part. I have never really been into sports. But since I have become, obviously, the CTO of ANC and worked in all the sports tech, I started to really enjoy sports. But not really as a fan specifically to one team, but more getting into all the sports because I'm really deep into stats, into the statistics, the, B, the back end. So for me, what I'm more interested in is seeing the team's stats to see if the team that I think in stats will win does win. But I don't really have alliances. And keep in mind, I work on so many teams each week that each team, I find things that I like about them. And you cannot, and I'm sure you guys can imagine, if I, join, if I go to a control room, let's just say the Miami Heat, and the next night I'm at the 76ers, I'm going to be rooting for both because... Okay. In many ways, I have a stakeholdership in both those teams. Right. And that puts me in a unique position, and I hope you like my answer. I love the teams. Okay. I love what we do in sports. I think American sports is a way for people to come together. And doing that makes me super happy. Sounds good. All right, let's talk about I know you wanted to do something. I'm really excited about today's Tech Bite. Uh, Windows 11. I, I, we're all talking about it. I don't know what it does. Do I need to update? Do I not? What do I do, Mark? You know, I love you at saying it that way because the reason I updated to Windows 11 because I thought I was rushing was really because all my friends were pestering me so much. I said, well, I better take the plunge because I'm actually the expert. If anything goes wrong, I have all the backups, so it won't really affect me. And I want to make that clear to the audience. In my work, we keep all of my machines backed up daily so if i do a bad install of windows i might lose one day's worth of data so it was not a big deal for me to do an experiment so i threw windows 11 on one of my machines and i started playing with it and with 24 hours under my belt this is what i'm going to report to you all and i want to make it clear to you guys i'm not very happy and there's nothing to do with windows 11 but it's more to do with the iphone release Windows 11 release, and so many other releases re recently. And I'm sure, and I'd love, uh, actually, Coach and Big Al, why don't you guys start to think of all the releases you can think of that have disappointed you? And I'm going to talk about this. I just finished, we're just finished installing Windows 11 and, and the Edge, the hype versus unfinished reality. And that is the name of our show. And I have a bonus fact about Facebook at the end of this if we get through. Okay. Now, this is really a 
amazing. I was excited because Windows 11, by all the pictures and by the keynote address by Microsoft three or four months ago, looked like it was going to be finally a beautiful Windows, something structured on the same aesthetic as Apple's been doing, curved corners, the ability for Windows to finally look beautiful. And I want to tell the audience, in some ways, this is a mighty leap from the old windows because now they're trying to create an aesthetic design to make the environment that you work in and that you're in front of, some of you, all day long, look more beautiful and look um, and feel more like a Lamborghini instead of a Chevy. And I think Microsoft had some very noble goals in what they were doing with Windows 11. But this is my key point. They came up with Windows 11 and they left features out, literally just left them out. And if you were first-time users of Windows and you went into Windows 11 for the very first time, you would be completely unaware of the power of the operating system and there would be very little help to help you really understand what Windows 11 was about. But if you were a power user like I am coming in from Windows 10 with a fully equipped Windows 10 rig, you go into Windows 11, it's like moving into a hotel room after being in a mansion. Oh. Because in my mansion, I know where everything is. Now I've moved into this sterile hotel room that has only just enough, and everything is, only, everything is just set up very sterilely, very different, with very little ability to modify. So now you've taken this super user and you've confined them into a sterile hotel room. What's even worse, this is even worse, that if you happen to be a power user and you happen to go two menus deep in the Windows 11 interface now, you go back to the same old-fashioned Windows look that was pre-Windows 10, pre-Windows 8, pre-Windows 7. It goes back to Windows XP. So I'm looking at Microsoft going, you are one of the richest corporations in the world with the most programmers ever. And you have not even been able to make all your screens go all the way back with your theme so that your whole interface is themed by 2021 from the XP days. You would think by now we could have got rid of all of the XP screens. But alas, no, they're still there. In fact, there are some screens that go back for far further. And this is why... I have a problem with Windows 11. It just failed, little half-baked, super beautiful. I am pleased with aesthetic, and it has some really cool features. Auto HDR is one of my favorites. If you have a new monitor that allows you to do HDR, which is high dynamic range, which really makes your monitor show you more contrast, and it does it by dividing the monitor into regions, and each region can have a different contrast ratio, so what HDR allows is for you to have a shot inside a house that is perfectly exposed but still see the outside of the house <clears> with clouds and the sunshine and have them both exposed in the, on the same monitor perfectly. And HDR is really cool. What auto HDR does is actually introduce HDR to things that don't usually run HDR and puts it on. And it's actually pretty good. I was really shocked. So auto HDR is a really cool feature. For gamers in the future, Microsoft um, added some new technology 
Um, and this new technology is really going to help the way that the GPU speaks to the memory. And they're going to basically stream the memory directly to the, uh, the graphic processors on PCs. That's amazing. Because right now the bottleneck is old memories to go through the, the central processor and then it goes on to the graphic processor. So it takes longer. So if you can now take your memory and directly load it into your graphics memory, your things are going to be able to run much faster. But that's a future upgrade because most games today are not built to take advantage of that. And therefore, it's not going to be something that really is going to, to help you. And then they have an Android feature. Again, it was not out yet. That means that you can go to the Microsoft App Store and pick up Android apps and run the apps on the screen. But at release, it wasn't working, just like Pro, ProRes wasn't working for the, for the iPhone 12 and so on and so forth. And then 13 didn't have things running when it came out. So those features aren't even available yet. Um, and then what they've also done, which is really, really super cool, in my opinion, is they've allocated much more memory. So you must have a much more memory-intensive computer from 2 gigs to 4 gigs. But they're using that memory, and you can tell because the interface runs much faster. So for power users, the one thing that they're going to appreciate is when you bring up search, search is instant compared to before. It would actually have to go and do things before search would come up. And that, for a power user, is going to be really beneficial. So now that I've given you a little bit of a, of a mixed message, like, wow, it's got some cool features. Wow, it's more beautiful, but that beauty is only two or three screens deep. Microsoft, you can do better. One of the lessons I learned in sports and doing software is if you're going to upgrade your software and you're going to do an interface upgrade, you can't leave the interface upgrade one or two levels deep. Because as soon as the technician who's setting up the software, let's say a team engineer is running your software and he has to go to a config screen and sees the config screen <clears throat> dip into the old graphics, then he's going to go, wow, that's lame. You didn't do your job. And what's terrible is this new aesthetic makes Windows 11 beautiful. But when you go online to the YouTubers, they're finding this skin-deep problem that once you go beyond the skin, there's no depth, and they're busting Microsoft for it. Just as Mike, just as Apple talked about all these features, it only came out with a few. Mark, we 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 got to wrap. So in in the final thing, Windows 11, yes, no, you've mixed messaged me here. Yes or no, real quick. I would say if you're a power user and you yeah. absolutely know what you're doing and you want a new clean aesthetic, yeah. you can try it out, but you will be disappointed because features will be missing. Okay. If you are a user that just wants to have the future yeah. and does not mind if features are missing, then go ahead and upgrade. All right. If you're a user that is conservative and you want everything to work, wait a year. This thing needs a year, and Windows 10 doesn't go offline until 2025, so you've got plenty of time. There's My opinion, yeah. wait for the average user at least a year. Let them flesh some, some things out. And for the power user, go ahead. Okay. You're going to be right. slightly disappointed. All right. All right. There it is. Mark Strauss, Tech Bytes, Windows 11. Wait. Be patient. Wait a year. Thanks, Mark. We will Thanks, check Mark. in with you again. Bye, Appreciate guys. it, buddy. Bye. Okay.